Greetings, my name is the Reverend Lisa Mason and I have the great honor of being the rector of St. John's Episcopal Church in Larchmont. I pray that you enjoy this time together. I'm inviting you to open your minds and hearts to whatever message God is sending you during this sermon. I think of a sermon as an invitation, an opportunity to break open scripture together, whether we are diving into what was happening in the world at the time the story happened, or whether we are discovering what this scripture means to you today in your life, or all the above, whatever God is calling you to hear, to find healing, to find hopeful, to find clarifying, to find reassuring, I pray that this time does that for you, that you have something that you can go away from this time together with, knowing that it was meaningful and you were thankful that you joined and participated. about you but I see the lesson from Philippians like a feast especially at this time in our world so hungry to be reminded of God's steadfast everlasting peace it is not a peace that we're given just to feel when things are rolling along smoothly it's a peace that surpasses our understanding that grounds us and fills us in times of war, in times of death, in times of pandemics, in times of division. It is a peace that rests in us, given to us freely by God. A peace to help us keep hope. A peace that helps us remember the importance of community. And I don't know about you, but I find that peace when I'm here with you. It feeds me in a way that I have the courage to go back out into a world that is hurting so badly as we speak. So what keeps us from feeling that peace at times? I think one of it is we're impatient. When things aren't going well, we think about other things instead of stopping and regrounding ourselves in God's peace. We hear a perfect example, a horrific example of that in our reading this morning from Hebrew scriptures. Think about all that God has done through Moses, the people bringing out of bondage into freedom, out of Egypt, parting the waters, bringing them into the desert, providing them food and water. In case we forget, the story reminds us that we are a people created to worship. And the God that they believed in and that Moses had courage in brought them out of that bondage into freedom. But then God goes up, Moses goes up the mountain to be with God. And you would think that there would be patience in waiting to see what God had to say to Moses about them and about their faith and about their future. But they get impatient. They can't wait. They have to build something to worship. God is just taking too long. How could they forget? How could they not be thankful 
How could they want an immediate substitute for God? Because God was just taking too long. I don't know about you, but when I get impatient, I'm not always mindful of that peace that passes all understanding. Promised to me and to each of us, the curious through the times of waiting, times of hunger, times of being parched for peace. And that we also can get distracted. We can get full of our own worries and concerns and forget God's promise to give us, fill us, and keep us full of that peace that passes understanding. So in our parable today, this is one of those parables you'd like to just stay on Philippians. It's a lot, much happier reading. The parable is tough. We need to remember when we address it that this story happens in what we would call Holy Week. Jesus has entered Jerusalem for the last time. He has ridden in on the donkey, and he has found a mess to deal with. He's gone into the temple and had his upset over how they're using the temple, and he has reminded people that it is a house of prayer for all people. He is meeting one obstacle after another, and people are after him, trying to find any reason to get him out of the way. He knows his time is limited, and so he's got to get his message across. So he tells this parable. He reminds people that first Jesus came to the Jews, and then Jesus opened that kingdom of heaven to include all people, Gentiles and Jews. Those that believed, those that doubted, the kingdom of heaven was open for all God's people. But the disciples continue to have a really hard time understanding that. Knowing that his time is limited, and we see that human side of a little bit of impatience on Jesus' part, he tells them this story, that he invites the guests that were deemed important to be on the list, and they don't come. So then he invites them to go out and invite anyone to the banquet. Now, you need to remember in that time, people had very few clothes. They usually had maybe just two sets, their work clothes, and then a garment for a wedding, a white garment, simple. Because you have to remember when you came to a wedding at that time, you were saying, I'm all in. I am here in this community as an invited guest, ready to participate in this celebration. And so when the people, good and bad, don't forget he includes that, when the people, good and bad, come into the wedding, there's the one person who comes that didn't take the time or the honor to put on the wedding garment. When you dig into that parable, it's really a parable about the church. We open our doors and we welcome all people we get to choose to come to the banquet. And when we choose to come, I pray that we remember the promises we made at our baptism. Not just to show up, although that's very important, so thank you for showing up, but it's also to be reminded of what we have committed to do as a follower of Jesus, to strive for justice, to seek peace, to respect the dignity of every human being. When we say yes and we accept the invitation, then we have also taken on the mission that Jesus gives us. 
I don't know about you, but if I'm not aware of that peace that passes all understanding, I can go off that path so very quickly. I invite us today, and as we go through these weeks, saying our prayers for all of the evil that is going on in this world as we speak, for the division, for the hate, for the fear, for the starvation, for the captivity. I pray that we choose to show up at the banquet over and over and over. Because not only are we filled with Jesus when we come together literally at this banquet, but we're also filled with hope and with peace and a reminder of what it means to be called to go and serve and to witness to the love and peace of God. Peace of God that surpasses all of our understanding Guard our hearts, keep our minds, remember who we are and whose we are. Amen. Thank you again for this time together. I pray that we always remember that we are part of a much bigger story, the story of God's love for God's people and the call for us to learn how to love God and learn how to love each and every other person we encounter with the kind of love that God has for us and now for a blessing. Be present to today. Do not be anxious about what might happen tomorrow. The same God who cares for you today will care for you tomorrow. God will either shield you from suffering or you will be given the unfailing strength to bear it. So be at peace then and cast aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. In the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you this day and remain with you forever. Amen.